I know it's like taboo in our religion or whatever, but like I I think about these things and like for someone to go and take his life, can you imagine how dark it it's gotten in his head? <laughs> so I'm, I'm not there to judge, like, but it, it like oh I needed money last year, yeah, but this guy had all the money in the world, and he killed himself. Welcome to Own the Future, a podcast made for and by changemakers, a place where we gain the courage to own our story, the freedom to own our craft, and the power to own the future. I am your host, Lucas Scrobot, and today we finish off this episode with El Tamash, and it gets pretty deep, pretty, I don't want to say dark, but important. We, we break open some really important conversations that we need to have around social media, around influencers, and around selling and building your brand, not only on Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn platforms, but off them as well, because these platforms are bound to shift and change. So listen up for the rest of this episode. Okay. Instagram is, right, everyone is wanting to be the next Instagram influencer. And I wonder if that's part of what's driving the flood of young, you know, hopeful talent into the photography, videography, marketing market mm-hmm. is this idea that, oh, I can, I can take photos and I can build my, my following on Instagram, mm-hmm. become an influencer, make money. Mm-hmm. What's your thought? I mean, you have a substantial, what, 50, 60,000? I have like 40 odd followers 40 odd as of today yeah i mean i credit instagram a lot for the journey Mm -hmm. first is the phone because i had something to take uh, photos with but i mean the outlay is instagram Mm -hmm. that's where i got noticed uh today literally like all my friends that i hang out with i know them through this app yeah we know each other through instagram we know each other through this app so it's it's overall a very positive tool yeah and it has been. And I think even till today, I would say 90% of my jobs, they come from come Instagram. Through it. Yeah, there's some kind of discovery. We saw your image here, the DM, the my email's there. Yeah. So it's all coming through there. And so I get it. When these kids are coming up, they want to build a following. They want to get features. Absolutely. Because you know, right now. It's where the attention is today. That's where the attention is. But that also doesn't mean you don't build your own brand. Get your site running, because just think about it in a way, just be prepared. What if social disappears? Mm-hmm. I'm not just talking Instagram, just like on general, platforms have come and go. Yeah. You know, platforms come and go. Uh, MySpace, MySpace, AOL, yeah. MSN. Yeah. And back in, I mean, now they can, we say, ah, that was obvious. No. Back then, you would never think that Mm-mm. if you were there. Um, I think Twitter had like a hard, like rough ride. They, they were, did. They were going down and then they fired the CEO. Then the founder came back and now it's revived. But you never know. So, I mean, for me, it's like you should build your own brand. Like just imagine a world where all this stuff goes away. Will you still be being contacted by by companies, by mm. brands? Like, oh, we remember you from that shoot. You did this, you know. What are you doing to to build that for yourself? I need to definitely work on my website more make sure everything that like achievements and great projects are documented there. Um, direct the flow of your followers to please visit the site. And uh, also just your personal stuff, like going out, doing workshops, uh, mm-hmm. tours, 
you should be known for that. You know, it's just like, uh, you take pretty pictures and you find them on Instagram. No, like I'm coming to town. Yeah, you should link up with this guy, Altamash. He's going to show you properly, mm. you know, how to so I can do like a tour. That's like a business. Are you trying to build uh, an email following? Yeah, I'm working on that right now with someone actually, a friend of mine. And she understands this whole, she's like, you have an email list. I had her coffee with her the other day. I'm like, no. She just had that, sh- that you know, that shake. Like, oh God, this guy. No, here, here's a question. I and I don't think I have. I don't think it's true. I haven't tested it yet. I would be f- very surprised to find out if it is true. But I've heard people say, "Oh, well, email doesn't work in the Middle East because no one's going to sign up for an an email list. No one's on email. No one reads email." Because it's not, it doesn't have the social group aspect to it. See, I would agree with that though, because I'm just looking at myself. Like I am on email lists of these pages that I like to follow. They, the email comes in. I, you know, the first thing I do is hit the delete button. It's filling up my inbox. Mm. You know, so I don't know if this is gonna work. She's, uh, she's saying that we should, but um, I guess the differentiator here is like when the, uh, these are like. Uh, like feature pages, you know, that mm-hmm. are sending me and this is their newsletter. Maybe it's different mm. if they're like your, if they admire your work or their fans or whatever, and they're getting an email from you, a person, yeah, not an entity. I think it depends. I'm, Maybe. I love email. Okay. I, I love, I've studied email marketing. Mm-hmm. I greet people's email newsletters. They have like 400,000, you know, wow. signups. I read it one because the content's engaging, and two, I want to learn how they're doing it. Um, I think the content that you put out via email, it has to add value somehow, mm-hmm. has to be engaging somehow, and has to actually add value to. Like if I, if I got a, a newsletter of like this is what we did this month, like I don't care, like yeah. what's in it for me. So exactly what what. As a photographer, maybe you haven't tackled this yet, but no. what level, like what value add do you feel like you can bring and what would your, your audience be for an email list? Yeah. Have you thought through that? I have not. I'm thinking right now. <laughs> like uh, I'll send an email out, guys, super epic blood moon, which happens like every other month. Like, yeah, let's meet up. So instead of relying on the shut call out, to action on like the social yeah if I had like an email list and I know people would come keep it simple because the reach on email is way better than the reach on Instagram yeah because it's way more direct yeah I think I mean I mean what's the reach on on Instagram is probably it's in the low percentage low low if you're like if you're like doing two three percent it's like wow gosh it's crazy yeah two three percent I don't know email email but I'm just assuming like it depends. Higher. It depends on your the constitution of your list. But if you're getting between ten and thirty percent, you're mm, doing great. That's amazing. But I mean, if you think thirty percent of your if you're thirty percent, it's not the same thirty percent every time. Mm-hmm. But that's a lot higher engagement. Much higher. Yeah, I'm just going into this email world, and I'll definitely be working on it. And you also are going into. It seems like you're you're working a lot to diversify your income stream. Yep. And you're, you have a campaign 
that recently like, ran and is running. Still running. I have a goal this year. A thousand prints. I have a thousand print goal. Um, prints is something that you need to view as a business. Mm-hmm. And uh, if you want to be serious about it, you have to like put in the money, put in the marketing. Um, my genius friend MC is the one behind the hashtag LGBTX1000. Because yeah. it's, you know, with me, it's just like, I, I just put a post up like, this is my goal this year. I'm going to sell a thousand prints. And she just comes back to me and she's like, you idiot. Here, I'm going to start. Like, she's not even like big on Instagram. She just made a nice story on hers. Yeah. And like, this is going to be your hashtag. All right. You're going to have a hashtag for this. Yeah. And you're going to make all your friends and followers, like, just post a, on their story. It just cost them nothing. And uh, this is my favorite shot. And I'm trying to help him achieve his goal of a thousand prints. What was the response from it? So it's kind of like a tumbleweed. I'm 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 an observer of this now uh-huh. of, of of virality or whatever. It starts very slow, right? And you're wondering why didn't my friend post yet? Like, doesn't he support me? <laughs> but then you see one guy. I think I remember like Obeid posted a really mm-hmm. good one, BD, like and not just like LJBX one thousand and this is the no like no he, he had the, the just, long thoughtful he, list. he had a thoughtful list. And I, uh, MC started it, so she's one. Then a few of my friends caught on. But when, like, I feel like when he did that whole write-up, I started seeing more and more people. It's a weird thing. Like you, you have to catch the bandwagon. It's groupthink. It's groupthink. It's like, oh, okay, if he's doing it and he's doing it, okay. I even though you saw it mm-hmm. before, you saw my story. Like I've been doing it, uh, and everyone else is seeing. Oh, everyone else is doing it. I want to get on it too. Yeah. So actually, it went crazy. Like I saw the stats, like like oh, so many reshares and everything. There got quite a bit of inquiries as well. Wow. On, on like prints, but I I wouldn't say I've closed all my deals or whatever. Mm-hmm. But then again, again you have to treat it like a business, like marketing, marketing and sales. There. Yeah. So I'm like, I, I'm of a different nature. Like I felt like I was spamming my Instagram and like oh. I want to be aggressive. Like I don't know if you saw. I I kind of I kind of became apologetic yeah, at one I saw point. That. I was just like, hey, guys, I'm sorry, I'm spamming, but this is my goal, and I'm gonna keep going. And then MC comes back. Excuse me. Totally. You're asking people to like just hit a couple buttons, and you're feeling sorry for that. So she sent me a correction. She's like, she'd remove apology, and she's like, a simple freaking request to ask his followers and his friends to like mm. hit two buttons is what you're asking for. It's yeah. free. I think in so I so many people that I talk to hate the word sales and marketing, okay. right? It feels slimy. Sales, yeah. <laughs> sales. Yeah, I don't like sales. Sales, it's like, eh. And yeah. marketing, it's just like, oh, you're just annoying. You're just always talking about yourself. Mm. Um, But you have to, you have to sell. You have to. You have to sell. You're selling all the time. And if a true sale, like being a true salesman, you're providing a service for someone else and you're helping someone else in their pain. Yeah. And if you're not, then you probably should forget your business altogether and find something that's actually solving someone else's pain. Yeah. I, as an, as a person, I like when someone sells me. Okay. So just yesterday I had to renew my registration on my car. Mm Mm-hmm. And I'm sitting down with the insurance guy. I have to decide on insurance again. And I'm like, okay, should I get, you know, third party or full coverage on my car? And like, in this moment, 
and I'm, I'm kind of upset at the guy. He didn't sell me. Mm. You had your moment, man. He had, he, I had to sell myself. Yeah. I was like, what do you think? Yeah. I'm like, come on. Like, it's a perfect, like, what do you think I should do? Yeah. Please sell me and help me make this de- decision. And he didn't sell me. He's like, oh, you know, whatever you like. I'm like, oh gosh. So I had to, like text my wife. I'm like trying to like discern between the price points. What's the value worth? And so I sold my, I had to do the work, the emotional work mm. to sell myself on the full coverage. Mm-hmm. Okay. Which I'm glad I did. Yeah. Um, Cause gosh, there's so many times in yeah, the you city. Never you never know. Drivers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Always crazy. gets full coverage. So I sold myself on full coverage. And afterwards, he hands me a card. He's like, oh, here, you know, roadside assistance, da 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 I'm like, why didn't you tell me this beforehand? Yeah. I'm like, happy now. Yeah. I'm more happy about my decision. But why have... didn't you help me make this decision? Mm. You should have started with that. Yeah. He should have been like, oh, if you get go this. full coverage. This is what it, you know, this is your insurance. Da, 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 da. Like, why didn't he sell me? People want to be sold because they they have an interior struggle where they're trying to decide. Mm. And if you're able to come in and say, no, this is actually going to solve your pain. This is going to help your life. Mm-hmm. People are stoked. That's something I, I guess I need to learn. I don't know how it applies to prints. I th- I'm, uh, so why it's like an art form. Like you just want to put art in your, on your wall. Yeah, so why would someone want... What are you selling when you sell a print? Now think. Uh, so, so yeah. I talk about this a lot. Sales is a, you you close a sale emotionally, like a person decides emotionally, mm-hmm. and then they they justify that with logic. Okay. So, I bought the insurance emotionally based on fear, the fear mm. of what would happen if I got in an accident. Now I have to cover my car. Mm-hmm. Et cetera, et cetera. So it's fear. And then afterwards, after I made the decision, I was able to justify it. Oh, and there's roadside assistance. And mm. there's this. And oh, all these stats and numbers and figures. So if I were talking to you, which I am, yeah, I would ask you, what does a print, what are you selling? What's the emotional thing that you're selling that your client is actually buying? Mm. That they're going to then justify with a size and et cetera, et cetera. I mean, for me, it's just like the biggest compliment for me. I'm out there creating all this stuff. Like it's a huge compliment for me to have someone have my artwork or photography on their wall. Mm-hmm. I mean, I just I can only speak from myself, uh, from my point of view. Uh, and I hope it's elevating the experience mm-hmm. in that room, in that office. I, I, I want people like, Walk into your boardroom, going, "Wow, those are, those are pretty amazing." Totally. Where'd you get them from? I, 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 the this thinking comes from. I was in I was in hospital last year for for a while. I was admitted. I kept looking at the. I mean, you're you know you're bouncing around from like test to test, and then you're back in your room mm. and you're looking at the same crappy artwork. Yeah, so it's kind of like, dude, like, couldn't they like buy some good stuff? Yeah. At least when I'm waiting here, I can look at it like, "Wow, this is nice." So I mean, I hope. Like when someone buys uh, one of my prints, um, there is some emotion, there is some feeling yeah. when they walk in. I had like a really good one the other day. 
uh, and you just never know. And this is where Instagram is amazing. You just never know. But I get discovered. You know that that heart shaped lake, mm-hmm. right? So I obviously I, I shot that. Yeah. Um, Were you the one that made that famous? That kind of made it blow up. Were you the first? I I don't think I was the first to the lake, but I definitely think I made it blow up because um, uh, when I, when I posted it, it wasn't complete. Mm. And uh, again, back to not being lazy. I I use Google Maps a lot, mm-hmm. uh, just scouting, you know, your location. I guess as part of preparation. But anyways, I I like the Kudra area. I like to get away from the city a lot. You know, people might not know that, but I do. I just drive away. Um, and then I saw I saw on the map like what the heck? What is this like heart shaped thing on the? And I saw this in July, like last year, and they were making it. And then I was like, no, nah, I'm not gonna go. It's too hot. Like me mm. and heat, we just don't go together. No way. I started melting. And then uh, finally, I was like, it was uh, October or whatever. I was like, you know, I'm gonna go. Out. I had a shoot there actually in Kudra. I was shooting this couple. And I was like, I have my drone. Maybe I should just go and check it out. Take it up and uh, check out the area. And I did, and it was there. I was like, wow, okay, it was real. Like it's kind of like surprising, but you kind of knew it. Yeah. Yeah. So I posted that, and then there's a lot of attention. Because it's obviously it's all like two mm-hmm. huge hearts in the middle, and yeah, I think CNN picked it up and it went viral after yeah, that. But uh, m- back to my point was uh, this mother contacted me, uh, and she's like, uh, she told me her story, and she's like, I lost two boys, mm. uh, miscarriage or something. Oh. Yeah, she lost two boys, and uh, for her, that picture was like it a, meant something, like a sign for her. She's like, this happened, but I saw this as well at the same time. And it's like a sign for me. Yeah. It told a story. For her. Yeah. I wouldn't even, like, I just, I just took a drone and like, wow, look at this heart shape. And like, I was so moved by that. And she, I think she was going to buy it, but I just, I just sent it to her. Yeah. I, 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 she, I read her story. She actually has a blog. Oh, that's how I found out. So uh, she's like, I really, uh, can I, uh, she just messaged me. Can I repost this picture? On my page, I'll give you credit. I get this a lot. I get yeah. this request. I'm like, yeah, yeah, sure, whatever. Go, go for it. And then uh, she's. Then I read her caption, and the whole story was there how she lost oh her boys. Gosh. And for oh. me, for me, this is a sign, and and they're looking over me, and this and that. Obviously, I tears and whatever. And yeah. And then, um, and then I think she did inquire, like, do you sell prints? I was like, yeah, but don't worry, I'll send you one. Mm. You know, don't worry about it. And I, and I, I think I, I remember. I just ran to my whatever closest printer. I printed it out. I got her address. I sent it. So I mean, with the prints, I don't know what emotion it will. Uh, yeah. You know, so, so what it will be for someone, but for her, this was her story. Mm. And for me, I don't think about it when I'm shooting. Absolutely not. I'm just out there creating whatever I can create. Yeah. Yeah. I think for. For you and for those listening, I mean, there's hopefully, if you're listening to this, I don't know if you're a photographer or whatever space that you are in, but you have to think about um, why is your customer engaging with you? What pain are you solving? And for a print, I think, like you said, it's there's a story mm. that someone is resonating with, whether mm. it's you shaping and telling and bringing the meaning to the story, like you've who we're talking about before. Yeah. Um, or if it just happens to be something in their own story that in is triggered. Story. Yes. But it's always, it's always 
we always buy emotionally, even psychology. Mm. You know, it starts within the mm-hmm. the uh, the the limbic system, mm-hmm. which is that emotional trigger, and then we rationalize it. And so our decisions are made out of that emotional center. And so wow. when I would look, if I were to to look at your photos, or if I would want you to sell one to me, I would want to hear that story. And it, it goes back probably for me, at least, it would be a, a place of prestige. It's, I'm going to hang it in mm. my house and it's going to say, it's going to say to other people, oh, look, I am cultured. Mm. I support really cool local artists. Yeah. I like art. Oh, this is what this, you know, story means to me to or yeah. my the, interpretation, an emotion that ev- yeah. evokes. Yeah. Um, but as a centerpiece for when people come over to my house or over to my office and they look at it, I want them to say, wow, exactly. I love this. Yeah. I'm getting something out of them saying, wow, mm-hmm. over that photo. That would be very cool. <laughs> right? Yeah. Right. And that's what, I mean, that's just like why someone would have an amazing piece. It's like, oh my goodness. It's a talking point in yeah, a room. You want to like discuss it a bit. How did he, yeah. how did, how was that shot? Do you know the artist behind it? Yeah. And uh, I've been finding this a lot more when, when I started doing prints, I never used to sign them. <laughs> Probably stupid. Yeah. I just sent them away. And this guy who keeps buying my prints, he's like, you know, you need to sign this. Like I want it signed. Like don't, do not send it to me. If you don't sign it. You should talk to him and ask him why he buys your prints. I, I have. Uh, for him, uh, he's, he said it's like to you know beautify my house and all, but like there are some shots that I think they speak to him. Yeah. For example, for uh, sure. I, I sold one the other day and it was a very fast purchase as well. And I asked the guy, why are you giving it? Like, why are you buying this print? Like, I started asking these yeah. questions. Like my friend is leaving uh, mm. Dubai and she is an uh, air hostess. For Emirates, and you have this this shot where the plane is like right over the Burj Khalifa, and she yeah. she was on that like uh, she serves the triple seven, and I think it's the great, a super amazing parting gift. Like yeah, so yeah, he bought that and like like it was all done in seconds, and he came the next day, he picked it up, and then he gave it to her. Then she messaged me mm. uh, privately like I love this, and and then he, you know as an artist as a photographer you go like wow, I mean. You just never know what your pictures are speaking to these people. Totally. Because I'm going to Argentina, I'm going to hang this up. That's amazing. Yeah. So I have these stories, but my point is I don't know at the, at the time. Yeah. You know? You never know the, the exact, the exact story. Yeah. But I think just like you're asking questions and I think so many, I don't think, I know so many people who are trying to sell their business or trying to sell their coffee or whatever it is, they're not asking the question of, well, what is the emotional trigger that is causing someone to come into my shop or my store or buy my product? And probably many people don't take the time like you did. Exactly. To ask the question. I'm learning from you right now. But guys, we need we need to ask the question mm. and understand yeah. the underlying subliminal triggers wow. of why. And then we need to do the work for our clients. Mm. We need to do the work for our clients and give them the reason of why that they are looking for. Because people want to buy. People want to be sold to. Like when a client is coming to you... Mm. And says, El Tamash, why should I hire you versus, you know, 
little Ahmed down the road who has his, you know, the same drone and the same, <laughs> same camera, camera. Yeah. and he is, you know, maybe not so many followers on Instagram, but they're, you know, they're, they're pretty good. Why should I hire you? Mm-hmm. They, they are looking to be sold. Yeah. And so many, I think so many people, you know, when you think of real estate and stuff, they actually want to pay a higher price for their home. Yeah. They want to, they want to say they want like, to feel more valuable. Oh, my car is, oh, my watch is worth this much. Yeah. They don't want to buy the cheap thing. They yeah. want to buy the best thing. Yeah. And they're using that price point as, mm-hmm. as a signal to people around them. Yeah. Well, I would agree with that. Except that I'm priced very aggressively. <laughs> Low in the market? I think I'm priced aggressively because again, it's back to philosophy and the way I think. I, I wanted my art to be accessible. Oh, your art's priced aggressively. Yeah, yeah. I want it to be like anyone can buy it. Because I've had situations where like an art collector comes by uh, and he's like, yeah, I want this print and like you make it a limited edition and boom, you sell it for a lot of money. Mm. But then if you think about the overall, how I'm stretched this, like you should be able to buy it. And, yeah. And not think too much. Oh my God, I spent so much on the, on this piece of paper, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. So I, I think I priced it aggressively and I'm, I'm learning from you right now. The whole, uh, it begins with an emotion mm. from the gut. Wow. That's like, because now I'm thinking about the stuff that I've sold and I'm like, wait a second, there's a story between every one of them. Yeah. And the people who are not buying, who I thought they would buy, maybe they don't have it yet. Yeah. Maybe they don't have a connection to a picture yet. Yeah. Like you're blowing my mind right now. I need to learn. I don't know. It's awesome. I don't know. I love that. Um, back to Instagram. Oh, <laughs> how do we get? To, we got so sidetracked on that one. Back to Instagram. So it's it's positive. There's, yes. I mean, we so many relationships I have are through Instagram. So I'm not dogging it. Mm. But uh, for those who are up and coming, for those who are consumed with how many k's they have next to their name mm-hmm. um what would you say like where do where do people need to be actually focusing their time and attention a hundred percent your time and attention should be focused on what you're creating mm. ultimately what you're making is king queen whatever it's content gonna, right your content is what's gonna set you apart and right? it has for, it for sure has for you yeah so i mean i look at your stuff and it's I probably started following you back when you had maybe 19 or 20. Oh, wow. Yeah. So it's like, I you're not chasing the number. Of course you want the number to grow. I would love 4 million followers today. Yeah. I know I would get more opportunities. I oh, know for it. sure. I know I would. But what's your route? What is mm. your route to that? For me, it's just going out and executing the stuff that's in my head and mm. and creating. And if it comes, it comes. It's fine. But then, you know, the whole word influencer comes into this. I think. Tell me about it. I think we're going to go that way anyways. I see your face. Yeah, no. I, I've Talk been, about it. I've been thinking about the word. Like I have my friends around me and it's, they just keep bashing influencers all day and all day. I'm like, but what is an influencer? I mean, mm. I don't care if you have a million followers or if you have a hundred followers. If you have a hundred followers and you say something, like you go to a coffee shop, whatever, you have influenced them mm-hmm. in some way or another. Yep. So you can take the, this word influence in a good way and a bad way. It's like anything in life. Yeah. So, I mean, uh, on a very commercial basis, I influence camera sales. But I don't feel bad about it. Yeah. Because I'm a, I'm a user. Yeah. I use that product and I'm telling you I've shot this setting and wow, it functioned amazing. 
I get, I can't even tell you how many requests I get a day of gear. Like, you have like a gear list set up on, what's that website, gearlist.com? No, I'm going to make one, uh, what my gear list is. But uh, even, I still, I'm advising people all day. Right. The camera companies aren't paying me a dime right. to do this. But you feel people are talking negatively about being influencers? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, or? so what I'm saying is there's a, there's a negative connotation. As soon as you heard the word influencer, the, I feel like there's a negative connotation. Mm-hmm. And kind of like th- life coach. Yeah, and I think that needs to change. I get it. Because you'll have an influencer that's selling some shampoo or it's like, oh, uh, this phone is amazing, but you're actually tweeting from another phone. I have an entire catalog for that. <laughs> yeah, you, I have screenshots. <laughs> I have screenshots everywhere. How did because you know that how did you know that one that it's she's uh, it's Twitter. Uh, so when you when you when you tweet, uh-huh, right, and your picture is of a phone, but the the Twitter Twitter at the bottom will tell you it's tweeted from this device. Aha. Uh-huh. There you go. You're 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 using another phone everyone knows this you're using this phone but you're shouting out and promoting and we know you're getting paid to do yeah. this so that's where the bitterness comes from like oh and these travel influencers they're painting an epic life and they're working with this hotel that hotel you know yeah so i i understand that but you it can be both ways you can use your influence for, for good, good or for evil for or for fake fake it's the fakeness the fake yeah. is what pisses people off it's like when I look at some of those influencers, at first it seems like, oh, that's such a life that I would want to have. Mm. But then after a while, it's like, well, you're just pushing one random product after the next random yeah, product. It's very annoying. Very and fast. then it feels like, wait, would I want that life? It seems like a cog in the wheel. Oh, yeah. It's just like, and and then you're stuck in it. Yeah. I think there's a, a I haven't watched the documentary, but American Made, I think. Oh, I saw it. American Meme. American uh, meme. Yeah, something like that. The American meme, like one giant American meme. Yeah. I watched it. It was on Netflix. Netflix. Oh, wow. I have, I've only heard about it, but I think oh. the, the premise of it, correct me, I, mean, I haven't watched it, was that uh, you get stuck in that life and then afterwards you have, if, you're aren't, if you are not able to pivot into an actual business model, mm-hmm. that you just, you have nothing. You, have, you disappear. Yeah. You just disappear. But also it's like a vicious cycle once you're in it. Like I've seen some of my friends, like they've, now they're full-time influencers. Mm. But they're, I mean, and I get it, they need to make a buck. But are they, are they happy? No. Actually, some of these people who I see pushing products all day and shouting all day are some of the most depressed and anxious people I know. Gosh. And it's so scary. It like, seems like a fearful place to be in because at any time you're, there's no security in your market stream, in no. your, your finance stream. Yeah. But you, you need to make the money, right? Yeah. And eventually what happens, like you, you, you just know that they're on storing every day for a product or a shout out or to a brand. I mute them. And then I tell them, like, listen, uh, you're my friend and I follow you for a reason. Mm. I like what you what, what you post, but now every day, every hour, you're doing something. It's getting really annoying. What do they say when you tell them that? I have a campaign, Ultimate. What am I going to do? I have to I have a schedule. I, I need to I need to do this. I'm like, okay, well, you're mute because I literally can't see it oh. anymore. Do you have those conversations with them in person? Yeah, I do that in person. I would, I don't really do them like DM and all that. If I meet them for coffee, I'm like, yeah, wow, you've been. I started with a joke like, yo. That shampoo, huh? 
was great. <laughs> what did they say though? Like, yeah, it was a campaign. What can I do? Like, and I use the product. It's good. I'm like, okay, fine. But the thing is, it's just like, try to schedule it. Try not to make it bombardment. Yeah. Yeah. All the time. If you're influencing all the time, like God, like I can't. Do you, have you had like deeper conversations with them about it? As far as like, hey, have have you thought about? I'm thinking maybe with one or two deeper. And then, I mean, these conversations start there and they go to the meaning of life and like, what are we even doing in this whole social world? And like, what it, do you think? We, I mean, you are, you are an influencer on. 100%. You know, you're not in the hundreds of thousands or millions, no, no. but yeah. still yeah. 40, 50K. Yeah, people are sharing, you're posting, you have a lot of influence. So I'm not going to take it as a negative connotation. I'm not going to be fearful of the word influencer anymore. But you're not, you kind of like Obeyed. Obeyed doesn't have nearly as many followers as you, but you're looking to build more of a body of work as an artist rather than product placement. Yes. But in that social media world and in the not, like in the, the real world, even though I think both are the real world. Um, what what do you guys come to as that conclusion as the meaning of life and what are we doing here and why are we doing it? How <laughs> I'm going to answer that question. <laughs> I don't know. What are we doing? Like sometimes with the, in this whole photography thing, what am I really doing in the world? I'm just making pictures. I'm mm-hmm. not solving cancer. But then again, you never know. You never know. One day... I might do a project that I don't know saves lives or uh, through the imagery, through the through the film. I mean, you you took a picture that that helped comfort a woman so, as she lost two kids. There you go. Like I don't, you know, for you, you just stay genuine to what you're creating. Mm-hmm. Be happy with what you're creating. I tell a lot of these like these kids that come up like, oh my god, my engagement's falling on Instagram. This that. I'm like, that'll happen. You can never fight this algorithm. Mm-hmm. You don't. Do you know how to code, bro? No, you don't have code. You don't know understand the code. I mean, if you did understand it, like how are you gonna change it? You know, you know, you can't fix it. And it's evolving. You know, this algorithm. It's like AI. It's like evolving all the time. Like it'll change, and you go, oh, I, I was using this trick, and now that trick's not working. Whenever that happens, all I tell them is go back to. If you like, look at my last few stuff I posted. It's like I don't even have forty thousand followers. I probably have a thousand. It's like what happened in the game. It just fell apart. So that at that moment, you go back, don't think about the numbers, don't think about the comments, look at your work. Mm. Look at your it, art. Look at your yeah. art and ask yourself in the heart, I rhymed, wow. um, uh, do you like it? Just ask yourself, do you like it? Were you happy mm. that you posted this? If the answer is yes, leave it and forget about the numbers. Mm. It'll come back. Don't worry about the algorithm. It'll come back. Once you're going to post a shot, it's going to go viral. You're going to be back to your engagement rate, whatever. But don't worry about it so much. Mm. And this can lead to depression. And I, again, I came off GPP. There's a lot of talk out there, like how we get encroached in this world. And like, even like numbers, like this, my engagement is dropping and they really, really like start worrying it's about like it. Val- the, the value of themselves as a human being is wrapped up in a number of, in a number of followers of likes. and likes and engagements yeah. and shares. That's and- mad. And I'm also a victim of this. I'm Oh preach- yeah, me too. And I don't have a following. I'm preaching what I'm preaching because I've learned like you can get caught up in this yeah. numbers game. At any stage, whether you any. have a hundred oh, yeah, yeah. or five hundred, million. Yeah. Hundred will be easier. Like well, this is why this is why I have a second page. Like I feel like there's more artistic expression in me 
and I don't want to worry about like with the ALJ video account. I have a certain amount of editing I do and a style I do and a mood and whatever. Mm. And I'm happy. It's like a curated gallery. To me, it's just a gallery. Like you come there and you know, buy a print. Please buy a print. And then I have the other one. It's just literally LJVD underscore. Yeah. It used to be like a driving page. I left cars. So I thought I would make a page where I'll just put up my car photography. I quickly changed it. Like it was like last year, I realized like I have all these other shots that I haven't shared and I don't want to worry about the edit. Mm. I don't want to worry at all about my engagement, you know. Because ultimately, mm. the other page people, brands are looking whatever, and I made this way. I'm very happy with it. In fact, yeah. I probably use that more than use the main yeah, one. Yeah, noticed. Yeah, and I'm just throwing stuff up there. Just don't get like too caught up in this whole numbers game. I think it's. I think it's. I wouldn't say it's destructive. I think because it implies that the numbers game that the the algorithms or the Instagrams or whatever is causing this. I think when our purpose is misplaced, when our value is misplaced and we don't know who we are, we Mm. don't know our values as humans, our values within a relationship. And we begin to look for significance in the eyes of man, which is really vanity. Mm. Um, you know, so many people, I think they're, they're, we want to be remembered. Like we want to, the thought of death and the thought of being forgotten. It's quite a terrifying thing that, you know, Mm. so many people are fighting to try to find this significance in the world. And I've talked about it before multiple times on the podcast that, for the first time in history, we're asking, who am I? What is, what am I going to do? And am I going to make it? But all the time. All the time. We're 150 years ago because of, we know who we were. I'm the son of a blacksmith. Yeah. I'm the son of a Bedou. And this is what I have to do. And this is the path. There's no alternative. Wow. There's no alternative. But now there's nothing but choice and nothing but alternative. And it's causing mass anxiety and in a generation, right? College. Now, now we're even questioning like, well, what are my kids going to do? Yes. I have anxiety over what my, are my kids going to do? Who are my kids going to grow up to be? Are they going to make it? What is the world going to look like? Cause it's changing so, so rapidly. And before it wasn't, you know, 150 years ago, it wasn't. Wow. And, uh, I think when we look across in, at the, the numbers, of young kids and older people, they're they're asking these questions of who am I? What am I going to do? Am I going to make it? And if we're mis misappropriately putting those values in and significance in, um, whether it's finances, the amount of money that we have. I mean, I was just I was my wife and I went to Valentine's date a couple of days ago. I saw at, up on the the bridge at the atmosphere, and yeah. for a moment I'm sitting up here thinking about, oh, I'm not successful enough. There's all these people who live in this building. I'm a nobody. <laughs> look at look at all these massive villas down there. Oh, wow. Um, all of a sudden feeling this need to achieve. And I, I had to stop myself and I had to remember that I, the fact that I have the ability, not that I even am, but the fact that I have the ability to sit and pay for this dinner breakfast puts me 
way above the top 1% mm-hmm. in the world. Yes. If you make 35,000 US dollars a year, you are the top 1% globally. Is that mad? Insane. It is, it is absolutely insanity. And yet we're like depressed that we're not making a million dollars a year. In the United States, the top 1% earner in the United States is 400,000 US dollars a year. Is the top 1% in America. Wow. But we think that if we're not making a million dollars a year, that we're like nobody. Nobody. But since like, why is our, our worth tied up in, in a dollar amount when, when we die, that dollar amount is going to get, go somewhere. I don't know. So is that always that issue of comparing and the grass is greener on the other side? (sighs) And obviously with the, this tech and social, it's in your face all the time. Every time you, pick your phone up. It's like, oh man, that vacation that that guy's having right now, I could be there. You're no longer comparing uh, to the, the, no, the five or 50 people in your social circle. Now it's just a network of networks. It's mad. So it's, so I'm pretty worried about our kids right now. (laughs) 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 The more we go deeper into this, I'm like, oh wow. What do you, what do you think that, what do you think, or what are you, maybe not what do you think, but what are you doing or what do you do in your life, in your world as an influencer that could easily fall into that trap of wanting or wanting millions or being depressed and anxious that you don't? What, what do you actively do to keep yourself in a place where you're not like keep in sane? turmoil? Yeah. I've started doing... Then how do you stay out of the rat race that, that hmm. is meaningless in so many ways? There's there's a level... Okay, you have to sell prints. You have yeah. to make money. Yeah. You have to be a successful artist. You have to be able to put food on your table. Yes. But there's so many of this the metrics that aren't actually providing for that. What do you do to stay out of that vain rat race that's just meaningless? You have to disconnect a lot, I found. What do you mean by like, like paint out disconnect? Like I like watch more Netflix or no 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 no. For me, it's uh, it kind of like this might be more romanticized, but I guess fourteen of February. I go back to my root of why happy Valentine's happy Day Valentine's to you as well. Do you know uh, the story of Valentine's? No, he was he was uh, a, he was a saint that was marrying people uh-huh. um, because there's going to be a think there's going to be a war or there was a war. And so people didn't want to go to war because mm. they were wanting to get married and stuff. So the government said, you can't get married. Oh. Well, this priest, he was a priest, went behind the back and continued to marry people and they killed him for it. <gasps> and so Valentine's Day is celebrating his martyrdom. Oh. So happy Valentine's happy Day. Happy Valentine's Day to you as well. <laughs> what was I saying? Something you, with disconnect? <laughs> you were saying disconnecting and that maybe it's a little bit too romantic, but it's Valentine's it's Day after like all. I go back to the roots, like leave all the social, leave your phone, leave everything. Just go back, shoot why you wanted to shoot. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I've uh, Now I've kind of like made this like a thing, like I delete all my social apps for five days. I have a structure. I have a plan now. Mm. And I so it's literally disconnect, literally turn off, turn off the noise. I turn off the noise because it, it got too loud last year for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was going through a, a very rough patch, but it's kind of like just uh, <laughs> I was going through a rough patch, and I even got like this Instagram verification. 
So it's kind of like for you guys in the world, it's like, oh, wow, this guy is reaching new heights. You've arrived. Like, this guy is got like, the blue check. he's flying and you have no idea. So you're saying you got reality. the blue check and you were I in was the thinking. Pit. Yeah. So I'm just backwards, being, huh? I'm just being like very open and honest here. Like, and like I could tell people around me like, wow, this guy is just going up and up and up and up. Even yesterday I got a comment. When I was at that that meetup, that 154 thing, oh, you must be doing super well. I'm like, I can paint any picture I want to you through social media. I was in the hospital for in and out for like three months last 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 year. I can easily paint you that I'm going to Istanbul. I am traveling to Morocco. I can do that to mm. you. I can trick you, and I did. I experimented. I do these weird experiments sometimes. And you have no idea what I'm going through. But what I, when the noise gets too much, I, I delete everything. Mm. Five days. And I and I think about, I just sort of meditate and like think about, why did you even start photography? What was it? Mm. I go back to those weird things I used to do, like cross yes. bridges with a Blackberry. With a phone. With, just <laughs> with a, a phone. And Blackberry. then you go back and you reset. And obviously, I mean, I'm married. I like you think about your family. Mm. Like the, you know, you're here for them. You're providing for them. Uh, but then, yeah, you have to, like, I cannot go five days because guess what? 90% of the work is still coming from there. Yeah. So you reconnect. Yeah. Uh, but it does help. I would say everyone should try it five uh, out of the month. Just disconnect five days and you will feel, like, all these things. Like, you'll feel better. You actually do feel better. But then I reconnect and it's fine. But it kind of like balances it out. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, studies do show that, you know, social media, they they've done in such a way that triggers all these dopamines yeah, and yeah. fear Chemical and anxiety are going on all the time which ties us to it so it makes sense that um they say detox right yeah they say it for a reason yeah you're literally the toxins are going out and i found the five-day thing not bad at all i think that uh, a few months ago i went off for a solid like nearly a month mm. people didn't know in three weeks i was off were you posting no, nothing. Nothing. I had nothing. I didn't even. And the, people didn't notice. I didn't have the apps on my phone, so it's for me. It's not just sign out. You delete, delete the app. Delete the app because if it's there, it's it's. It's still there. A you, matter of habit, you I, open your phone and you hit it without you, even realizing. Oh, why am I even here? It's autopilot. Why did I open this up right now? Yeah. I don't even know. And I have to sign in because <laughs> I have logged out. So yeah, I delete it, and uh, it really. I think it just uh, fixes mm. your mental state, even your health, just physically everything. You're doing more. You're not. Your neck isn't down the whole time. Oh my gosh! Yeah, we can talk about posture and all that kind of stuff. But yeah, that's what I started doing. It's so. You said something of of how so many of us were trying. I do it. Try to paint a life. <laughs> and I'm not even. I'm not even very active compared to people who are active on social media. Mm. Um, but you try to paint a life in a perception and an image. And it's like, it's like, you don't gain anything from it. If mm. anything, you just feel like you're hiding. You feel like Probably you're not makes known. You more depressed. Than it makes you more depressed. Yeah. Because it's not, it's not real connection. It's because you're not being vulnerable. You're not having that. It's just dopamine hits. Yeah. I mean, it happens so much. Like you look at like, great musicians like how many suicides did we have last year mm. i mean to us as fans like we would never ever 
think that this guy has like a five million dollar house. He has kids, a wife. You know, what could be wrong with his life? Biggest rock star and one of the biggest rock stars in the world, and he killed himself. Yeah, money doesn't protect you. Money, fame doesn't protect yeah. you from pain and hardship in this life. Yeah. So I mean, I always like, I know it's like taboo in our religion or whatever, but like I I think about these things and like, for someone to go and take his life, can you imagine how dark it it's gotten in his head? So <laughs> I'm not there to judge, like. But it, it give, like, oh, I needed money last year. Yeah, but this guy had all the money in the world. And he killed himself. Gosh. So. That's heavy. Have you, um. Is this getting depressing? It It's it's not, I mean, I hope, I hope not. <laughs> I hope it's not getting depressing. I think it's, I think it's something that needs to be talked about. Yeah. Because we're putting our, our, our metrics subconsciously in things that, really aren't going to satisfy us or things that don't matter things that hmm. they're empty and hollow at the end of the day at the beginning of the day hmm. they're empty and hollow and it's so it is so easy to get wrapped have our significance our value as humans wrapped up in in these things and there is uh there's that old story or you know parable of the uh the MBA graduate who's working in Wall Street making gajillion dollars a year. He goes down to Mexico or somewhere, Cancun, and mm-hmm. he sees, do you know the story? Mm-hmm. He sees know. the uh, he sees the the fisherman mm. on the on the shore. He's just kind of fishing and wow. he goes up to him and he's like, Wow, these fish are amazing. And you know, have you ever thought about growing your business? He's like, the fisherman's like, Well, why would I do that? Well, think you could, you know. Sell, instead of just selling at the market, you could sell it at this other market and make more money and get more boats. Now you wouldn't have to be fishing. You'd be managing the boats and then you'd have a bigger company and da, 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 da. And then you could move to New York and start a corporation and da, 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 da. And he's like, and then what? I, he just keeps on asking, and then what? And then what? He's like, and then you could retire. You could retire and move and get a home on the beach. He's wow. like, and what would I do that? You know, you can lay in a hammock and just, you know, fish all day. What the fuck am I doing? Oh. <laughs> What am I doing right now? <laughs> right? It's like, it's like, wait a minute. It's just the, the, the hypocrisy of this idea of like, we're going to build this whole thing and, and even viewing the value of someone's life of like, well, what's the, the GDP of the person who is just in a village fishing and eating all day? You got to build something of significance. It's like, wait, why? Well, so that you can go and sit on the beach all day. Back to... Back to where you were. <laughs> where you were. That is such a cool story. But uh, I think it's cool way to think about it. Thinking of like, wait, why? Why am I doing what I'm doing? And getting back to the the purpose and the art of it. It's not saying stop making photos. Mm-hmm. It's not saying you know go to literally to village and you know live in a grass hut. Mm-hmm. But it's returning to the art and the purpose of the why am I doing this? Why am I communicating this? What's What's really of value and importance at the beginning of the day, at the end of the day, these are, these platforms, they're not even necessary evils. So these platforms are tools. Yeah, they're just tools. That can be used to, to grow and help us and network with, mm-hmm. grow business. They're helpful tools, but when it becomes our identity, that's, we've lost it. That's where you lost it. We've lost it. Yeah, totally agree with you. 
That's why you need that reset. You need to come back and say why I started this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, for me, it's the love of photography. Hopefully, I'll be able to tell a story. Yeah. But now, if I start going, oh man, my engagement is like low this week. That's a dark hole. I'm just gonna go into. You know what I mean? That you can't do anything about. It's can't just go about. out and make more art, better art. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't be lazy. Yeah, yeah. I was on the shoot like two days ago, and um. I, I left and I was leaving uh, that Pearl Island or whatever. There's all these birds like everywhere. What's going on? I, I don't know if you noticed, but everyone like the way shooting birds because they, when it's cold, these birds come down mm. from uh, the north. And I was like, what's what's happening over there? And there was a, a construction worker. Uh, he was feeding these birds. He had like a huge bag, a lot of bread, and he's just feeding. And you know when the, when you feed birds, they go yeah. nuts. Like yeah. they're all over this place. And I just. I parked my car and I got out. Just like just watched this guy for the first five minutes. Then I was like, "Oh yeah, I have my camera. I'm gonna go back and document this and do video. Like I want to do more video. I did shoot it though. Um, and I just his smile, man. His he like so he's a construction worker. He's mm-hmm. working on this Pearl Island where like it's a super luxurious villas. Like this is like the expensive crowd type thing. Right. And I'm just like sitting and thinking about his story. Like for him, he's never gonna probably not. I don't never know. But he's not gonna live in one of these villas. I'm probably not gonna live in one of those villas. I'm probably not gonna live in one of these unless you all buy one million prints. Guys, go and buy his prints. Okay, cool. I said I don't want <laughs> I don't want a villa like that. But for him, like he's making this stuff and like you know. But at that moment where he's just sitting, I think it's the end of the day. He's just feeding birds and like they, they, he's so happy. Like his expressions and everything. I'm just observing this guy and like like this guy right here earns way less than me whatever tough situation labor camp whatever like he's the most happiest guy on earth right now yeah all these birds are like around him and he's just feeding them and i went up to him i said hi i'm gonna take a few pictures and i I posted like you know you can't fake a smile Mm -mm. but you can just tell like he has such a genuine smile he's just completely at peace and that's where i go don't be lazy go out you never know what you might document. Mm. It didn't do well, whatever on Instagram. It's not when I when I post portrait. I do love to shoot portraits. Mm-hmm. Like hopefully with a story. Uh, I know they don't do well, but I mean here there was like a meaning for yeah. me and yeah. for him. Like you know, if you go through a tough time, but look at the other people. My mom always says it. Like always, when you're going through a tough time, look at people just below you. Mm. There's always someone going through it. A worse time. That doesn't discount your problems. Yeah. I never say don't discount your problems. Your problems are your problems. You gotta go solve them. But yeah, I just like, I just was watching this. I just watched him like for a good half an hour. And he didn't mind. He knew like, I'm shooting and everything. And he's like, yeah, take a picture. It's fine. I'm going to be, I'm going to be here for a while. I have a lot of bread. <laughs> Somebody said. And he's like, hey, you want to sit here? I'm like, I gotta go home, but uh, enjoy. <laughs> yeah, I love that. Altamash, thank you so much. Thank you for, for having me. On the show. If you had one, if you had one word of advice for either photographers in the business who are trying to make it or guys breaking in, what what is that one kind of punch in the face takeaway? It's a cliche now, I'm sure, but you really do have to stay true to yourself. Yeah, and I know it's cliche, and you've heard it a trillion times, but believe me, maybe you can un- unpack the cliche just a little bit. What like what does it mean? To be true to yourself for your for you. When you're seeing a viral image go, 
don't don't run off and go create the same thing. Ah, uh. see what I mean? Like, do it because you want to. Yeah, don't do it for the fame and all that kind of stuff. Mm. Um, and uh, you will find your like for the creatives out there, you'll find your own voice and your mm. own. Uh, you have to keep shooting. You have to keep creating. Yeah, and you will find your voice. Yeah, you will find what 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 you are doing. I like that. Yeah, don't go and try to be another ALJ video or whatever. No, mm-hmm. like I can inspire your moonshots, but you will f- go find your own thingy. Yeah, yeah, you're gonna find what you want to shoot. Yeah, so, find your own expression, find your own yeah. taste, find your own style, find your own voice. Exactly. Don't, don't compare be yourself. Don't be lazy. Don't be lazy. Yeah, I like that. Thanks so much for being on the show Thank today. You. It's been a privilege. This is great. This is great. <laughs> Everyone, where can they find you on online? Um, so I have a site. Uh, it's my full name, altamishjavid.com. Um, and then there's Instagram, uh, ALJVD. Great. And guys, go and find a print that speaks to you and buy it either for yourself or for a friend or put on your birthday wish list. Something, something, <laughs> but support this man and his art. I appreciate that. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me on the show. Yeah, it's thank amazing. You. Thank you. I love it. This is great. Thank you for listening to this episode of Own the Future. If you could do one favor for me, if you made it this far into the episode, please go and share it with a friend. Remember, follow Altamash on his Instagram. Find him on his website. And remember, if you own your story, you can own the future.